Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Preacher Boys podcast. I make this show for you, and I hope that you really enjoy it. I have a lot of people that ask me how they can support the show financially, and you can do that by heading over to patreon.com slash preacherboys. You're going to get access to exclusive content, including early releases of episodes. I've got a couple episodes right now that have been released at least a month early over on Patreon. You've got access to things like unique merch, depending on what tier you join, and you get access to some behind-the-scenes content that I'm posting within the group. So head over to patreon.com slash preacherboys and become a member over there today. Every single supporter helps make this show a little bit more possible, especially as I continue to add additional episodes and content every single week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get back to the show. Trigger warning. This podcast contains descriptions of various abusive situations. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to the Preacher Boys Podcast, a podcast shedding light on decades of mental, physical, and sexual abuse within the independent fundamental Baptist movement. The testimonies shared on this podcast are told from the personal experience and perspective of the survivors. Not all legal outcomes are known or final. Any suspect is presumed innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. To find more information about the Preacher Boys podcast and upcoming documentary, visit PreacherBoysDoc.com or connect on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the handle at PreacherBoysDoc. Now, here is your host... Eric Skwarzynski. Unfortunately, it's just hard to be surprised by news like this anymore. But yesterday I posted on social media that Josh Duggar was arrested in Arkansas by federal agents, the FBI and Homeland Homeland Security. And uh, there was no report of what exactly happened, just that he had been arrested and that uh, the charges weren't being shared at that time. And many people obviously had their own assumptions of what was happening. Um, I withheld from making any assumptions um, publicly on it because I didn't want to be proved wrong, but I had a pretty strong suspicion that it was going to be pretty close to what got reported today, this morning. And uh, it's unfortunate because there was some talk that, you know, his dealership had been raided a few years ago. People were saying maybe it was financial fraud, things like that. And I was hoping and hoping and hoping that that's what it was. But of course, it was not that. And so today, you know, what dropped? And of course, obviously, big trigger warning on anything like this. We're going to be talking, um, unfortunately, about uh, child sexual abuse involving minors. So um, if that's not something that you're prepared for, feel free to come back to this video later. But uh, today it was reported by multiple outlets. The first that I saw it reported from was The Sun, which I waited a second to react to that because sometimes their news isn't very reliable. But it's been reported by several uh, different outlets at this point. Uh, it's, it's spread pretty widely. That, and uh, anyway, here's one of the articles. It says, Josh Tucker pleads not guilty to federal child pornography charges following arrest. Uh, the hearing, which was held virtually over Zoom today in Arkansas, began at 11 a.m., Duggar appeared from jail and was seen smiling before the hearing kicked off. Uh, you can see that in the mugshot from yesterday. He was smiling there as well. He was represented by Arkansas attorney Travis W. Story. The United States Attorney Office of the Western District of Arkansas confirmed the 33-year-old former 19 Kids and Counting star has been charged with receiving and possessing material depicting the sexual abuse of children. Duggar is accused of allegedly using, quote, the internet to download child sexual abuse material. Duggar allegedly possesses material, some of which depicts the sexual abuse of children under the age of 12 in May 2019, 
end quote, a release to the U.S. Attorney Office states. Duggar is charged by indictment. If convicted, he faces up to 20 years of imprisonment and fines up to $250,000 on each count. A federal district court judge will determine any sentence after considering the U.S. sentencing guidelines and other statutory factors. Duggar's charges were not read aloud during the hearing, a request made by his attorney and granted by the court. His attorney pleaded not guilty to both counts. Duggar's attorney is requesting he be released on bond. A trial date for this case was set for July 6th with a pretrial hearing scheduled for July 1st. Prior to trial and based on his request to be released from jail on bond, federal magistrate judge Aaron L. Weidman informed Duggar's attorneys that if he is eligible for release, he'd be required to reside with a third-party custodian. And Weidman informed Duggar that he cannot be in the presence of minors if he's released from jail. A hearing set to determine whether he'll be released is scheduled for May 5th at 1.30 p.m. Central Time. Given the nature of the charges against him, and again, this is a quote from Weidman, says, given the nature of the charges against him, the court would likely require a third-party custodian that he could reside with and that would ensure compliance with conditions of bond. So you would all need to get that line out and inform our probation office of who that person is so they could interview that person, Weidman said. Quote, they will also want to interview Mr. Duggar. They won't discuss your charges, Duggar, but they will interview you for information to whether to determine whether you're a good person for release in a residence where there are no minors in the home or that would be visiting unsupervised, the judge continued. Defense counsel was ordered to propose third-party custodian to the probation office throughout his star will remain in custody pending the May 5th hearing. And uh, yeah, back in 2015, the car dealership where Duggar worked was raided by Homeland Security in connection with an ongoing federal investigation, though it's currently unclear if the raid and his arrest are connected. And uh, earlier the same week, it was reported that the Duggar household was also raided, though the family denied it. Look, I don't have a lot of added commentary to this. I'm pretty sure most of what I could say about this uh, would be echoed by many of the listeners of this show. But the reality is uh, this story might be shocking to some who have spent no time looking at any of these cases of sexual abuse or um, these kind of predatory individuals. But this is the same thing that happens time and time again with these cases. You see a early, early red flag, like you saw where he was accused of sexually molesting five women when he was a, a teenage boy. And that situation was not dealt with through the proper like channels, like it was not dealt with in the right way. And when it was taken to the, you know, quote unquote, proper people, it was not handled in the correct way. And so you've got this story of this person who this could have been, I mean, this could have been dealt with early, early on, but instead they sent him off to some kind of reform camp, uh, some independent Baptist reform camp. They give him these, you know, these Christian trainings to, you know, basically it's a work camp to kind of work this out of him, which is not how any of this works. And then you've got the Ashley Madison scandal coming on, which at least in that case is a consensual situation, but still you've got this repeated two-faced kind of duplicitous person making these moves where he's going out and he's standing in the family research council, uh, blasting people over you know, varying beliefs and things, but then he's also living a double life that contradicts everything he claims to believe. You've got him as a teenager, stuff's not being dealt with. You've got um, all these different things that are just piling up, piling up, piling up. Why are we surprised when it's the third, fourth, fifth time that something explodes out of this? And it, it it's horrible. It's horrible for his kids. It's horrible for his wife, but also like where is everybody else? When is somebody going to step in and say, this is enough, this is a red flag? You need to pull out of this situation. This is not good. 
And I wish that someone would go there and do that for his family. I wish that someone would go out there and say that. But unfortunately, like I said, I wasn't shocked by the charges this morning. I wish that I would be. I was praying and hoping that it was not this, that it was something financial fraud. It concerns me for all the kids that he's been around. It concerns me for, I mean, he's used to travel quite a bit. Like there's a lot of concern here, but um, I just want to keep you guys updated on this story. I want to wait till there was a little bit more, you know, to talk about. Um, But like I said, most of the commentary I give is probably echoed automatically by most people watching. But what I want to, I want people to take away from this is that predators don't change. Like predators do not change. This stuff goes in a cycle and the people who look like they've reformed and think like, you just don't know everything that's going on. Like there's so many possible small openings that these guys will take advantage of. And I just want people to be aware of that. I want people to be thinking about that. And I really think that as individuals, as society, as churches, we need to rethink the way that we talk about, um, you know, predators and and the conversations around where they should be allowed to be, what they should be allowed to do, and so on and so forth. But I'll keep you guys posted. If you have any thoughts, if you have any updates on the story, feel free to drop a comment below. Please be very respectful of uh, Josh's family, um, but uh, definitely, if you have any any stories about this, any thoughts, any opinions, feedback, definitely leave a comment below. And uh, I'll definitely take time to read through them. But I thank you guys so much for tuning in. Didn't expect to be doing this episode today, but here we are. And uh, look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode of the show. Thank you for listening to the Preacher Boys podcast. If you appreciated the content on the show, please leave a review on iTunes. And don't forget to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the handle at Preacher Boys Doc. Additional information can always be found on PreacherBoysDoc.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.